Hi, I'm Mike, a working dad of two wee boys. And I'm Paul Campbell, also a working dad of two little lads. This is Balancing Dads, a podcast that assumes it's normal for working dads to be present in their kids' lives. Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm, hi, Mike, how's it going? I'm holed up in my house, and I'm sat here next to a really nice, lovely microphone from my music recording days. And it's plugged into an M Audio Fast Track Ultra, which we've just found out is no longer supported by Avid, and I can't make it. I can't plug it into my laptop, so I'm on my Mir AirPods Pro. So if I don't sound as beautiful as I normally do, I must apologize. Yes, apologies, listeners, if this is not the smooth quality you're expecting. So, and of course, the reason I'm here is because I'm not in the office, and I won't be going to the office anytime soon, where my beautiful audio setup is because of coronavirus the virus so how long have you been at home who's at home with you and when do you expect to not be stuck in your home anymore oh my goodness yes so ireland went on relative lockdown on friday so we got notification on Thursday last, which was ooh, five days ago, uh, six days ago, we got notification that on Friday, schools were going to be closed and crashes and care facilities. So um, the, little, the little boy had been celebrating because he was going to have St. Patrick's Day off. St. Patrick's Day was yesterday, and he was really happy because there was no school on St. Patrick's Day. And then we found out there was no school on Friday and no school on Monday and no school on St. Patrick's Day and no school the day after the day after that. And we're, we, we had an address from our, our Taoiseach, Prime Minister Taoiseach Leo Varadkar last night. And he addressed the nation and he, he basically said, hunker up, this is a long haul. There's no end in sight right now. And here we are. So here with it's me and my wife and the two babies or two boys and uh we're basically not leaving the house except for just to get some air every so often like we're we're allowed ireland there's no closure of the streets but you're just recommended to keep a safe distance from from folks like keep six feet two meters away so that's us yeah it's um ireland is taking this very very seriously so you have to confirm no date at which this is expected to kind of wind down as of yet. They're basically still just waiting to see what happens and how the curves go up and down. The school closure was for two weeks, but the message yesterday was that this is going to go on. So, and so we're, we're, we're thrown into a completely new reality. Yeah, yeah, crazy. So we here are a bit behind you in terms of, I think, the both the measures and the numbers. So the advice as of the last couple of days in the UK is to avoid um, pubs and restaurants and other such kind of public gatherings, but they haven't um, locked everything down yet. Certainly the streets are still not locked down. Supermarkets, you know, people have been panic buying. I was in a supermarket Mm -hmm. yesterday trying to find, I, I think, had to go to four different places before we could find just regular porridge oats. I was like scanning everyone's wow. uh, supermarket trolleys as they went past and deciding mentally whether I thought they were panic buying or not. Because if I if I saw anyone panic buying, I was mm. going to go tell them off because that's that's the type of person I am. Wow. 
Um, but mm. sadly for me and happily for them, I did not see anyone I considered to be panic buying. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so things are still kind of um, progressing a bit here, but they, in terms of nursery, Nurseries are still open. Are, they, yep. are, are your boys still going? Yep. Nurse, You're dropping them off every nursery day. Nurseries still open. Uh, schools are still open. The the rumors are well, the partially leaked rumors that the government strategy over here seems to be that they are announcing things, but then before they happen, I think they're sort of pre-leaking ideas, so people kind of maybe get like a bit of a pre-heads up before it's formally announced or whatever i don't know whether that's intentional or unintentional or whatever you never know what nowadays with leaks whether they're planned or unplanned but so the the current seemingly what what we're hearing is that it lo- looks like the schools are going to be in terms of like primary school high school they're going to be shut from friday and the nurseries um may follow at the same sort of time but the way we're operating is we will wait for things to be shut uh nursery does seem to be a bit quieter and stuff like that but um but yeah, yeah. but it seems like maybe some parents yeah. have pulled kids out already uh either because they're symptomatic or because they're just wanting to kind of play it safe what have you and uh kira been doing with regards to keeping your boys yeah. kind of entertained and stuff right. have you got plans or are you doing a bit more well, ad hoc or well it's, it's not easy so um one of those businesses affected by uh people not going out or not being allowed to go out is my business any business that has any dependency on live events yep. is currently in the shit and um a month ago, we were celebrating like one of our best days ever. We just crossed like half a billion dollars in worldwide ticket sales processed, and within within days, and then maybe two weeks, the, the our revenue is decimated. Um, there there are loads of reasons not to panic, but the stress levels of that happening are extreme. Our our worst case scenario planning, um, uh, maybe a little bit naive, but I don't. I think it was fine to assume this, based on five years of continued growth. Was our worst case was that we would only grow by ten percent um, year over year each month, and now we basically look with like March is going to be way, way, way down. <laughs> and I'm seeing graphs on Twitter showing the hospitality industry just falling off a cliff, and that that's matched interestingly enough we've seen down 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 for like the last maybe 10 days and then uh, today actually or yesterday took a jump and it's just interesting because people are are starting to put things out maybe to sell tickets to virtual events so we need to take a few steps to make selling things to online easy so but that's more to set the scene that I'm extremely stressed out. I don't have the ability to take any time off, so I need to work. Yeah. <laughs> and and we're, we're working really hard. So the situation at home is that I need to work. I'm burning myself out. I'm massively stressed. And the two boys are at home. And looking after one 10-month-old is okay. And looking at, after one almost four-year-old is okay. But the two together, it's the two together when the baby's trying to open the cupboards and he's trying to grab into things and the other guy is looking for 
iPad, but he's had the iPad all morning. He's looking for a movie, but he's already watched Frozen 2 in the new Aladdin. Looking, He's looking for, like, like we're not, we're not, we're not ready, I suppose. And it's, we don't have the materials. And I guess what I want, what I really want to go is we're starting to see the gratitude that we already felt for our childcare. Yep. We're seeing that magnified. There is a there's a WhatsApp thread from the class and everyone's posting visit videos. But the two the two uh, teachers in the Montessori class they're posting messages and sending songs through as oh, well. Lovely. You just get it. Yeah, it is lovely, but you just get a sense of oh, they are such wonderful people. Yeah. <laughs> to just to, they manage 11, 12 kids every day with all these demands. Yep. And it requires, I guess, it requires a structure. It requires having a plan but when you have the baby hanging out of you on one side and you have the the little boy needing all this 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 attention it is tricky so we've been trying to divide so the last couple of days i've been getting up early and doing putting in a couple of hours um just as i say frozen 2 sky came out on sky on monday that was a, that's been a godsend the last couple of mornings um apps ipad apps I downloaded a bunch of iPad apps, um, and I'm actually pretty impressed with some of them. Um, the most impressed ones I've been so far. So basically, yeah, Kira went on the wire cutter, and they have a list of recommended apps. A lot of them are for older kids, but there are a couple for younger kids. And there's one that I really, really enjoy called Dragon Box Numbers. Dragon Box Numbers, and it is basically it's it's impossible to describe. You have to just see it at work, but it's roughly teaching addition and subtraction with little longitudinal monsters who can be elongated or chopped in half. Um, and the way that you elongate them is by dragging one into the other and the bottom one eats the top one. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and so you start off with like a little uh, square representing one, and then you put two squares together and they elongate into a, a yellow rectangle of unit two and then you put another one on and it's a red and they're all different characters and then when you touch them they they say four or they say five and so they're learning the numbers and then you can chop them in half and then it, the, a voice says five minus one is four <laughs> and the really really clever thing is that then there's like a sort of like a painting by numbers literally dragging these little dragon box characters i think they're called the nooms dragging these nooms onto numbers and shapes and you're you're creating pixel art it's it's so good and then once you once you complete your pixel art uh piece you get like a, a gamified screen where you get coins but it's not like it's not in any way like there's there's no badness to it like you get loads of coins and you, you just spend the coins on the next level but it's just the coin is just a mechanic it's not like a, it, it's not there's nothing bad about it it's really good it's really clever so that's been really good um there's a there's an app called reading raven which the three-year-old really likes and he's just teaching them letters and shapes and, and, and handwriting which is really cool it's a very simple app um, and then the other ones that were recommended in Wirecutter are called are from TinyBots, which is a maker of apps. And one of them is the human body, and the other one is like geography, the world, and how the world works. And they are really, really cool. So basically, you can just you can 
see the human body you can go through all the different layers you can zoom into bone marrow and bone structure or oh, you nice. can mess with it like they're sort of like little, they're like little virtual toys but interactive toys teaching you geology or teaching you dinosaurs and like the strata the strato layers of geology or teaching you the the brain or the lymphatic system or the skeletal system um so he's been having fun with those but the problem is that they don't the, the attention span is only so long yep. and then he wants to move on to the next activity and what's the next activity so we went on we went on a thing called twinkle twink t-w-i-n-k-l and they've got like infinite worksheets um so we downloaded some of patrick's material from that it was like seven euros for a month to go on that and you just get access to this infinite database of kids material so we got, got some of those i mean printing those out and he does those and then and then uh, once the activities are expired get out for a walk and try and keep distance and try to stop him touching things he just wants he just touches everything and you just have to have these serious conversations like don't touch anything and it's exhausting well, it sounds like you've got a comprehensive array of things to look at. I'm sure they'll they'll be useful to us and and any other listeners. I'm sure on finding things to do when you're in lockdown. I've, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's 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 an effective toolkit, but it's not it's, it's not it doesn't cover every minute of the day. Unfortunately, there's still been a lot yep. of uh, frustrated little boy. And he just wants to get on with things. Like, I have a real sense that he just wants to get on with things. And he, I have a real sense that he is missing school and that he wants to go and see his friends and hang out with them and see his teachers. It's, it's, it's very palpable. He's not expressing it so much, but it's very palpable that he knows that something's up. And he's not, he's not showing anxiety, but I definitely feel that he just definitely would love to go back. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've had a bit of um, uh, probably – troublesome drop off for a couple of months of saying oh he d-, like you know when he uh, starts heading to to nursery mm. juniors as they call it um when he starts heading to juniors he says oh i don't want to go and he doesn't want to get there when he's there and sometimes mm-hmm. has a little bit of tears and drop off. and we know as soon as he's stuck at home like day two he's going to be going oh i want to go to juniors why can't i go to juniors and stuff like that it's so inevitable so yeah so we're obviously before all that but i think we're kind of getting it in mind it's kind of funny timing wise because i've been on paternity leave my first day back is um a week on friday so it looks like it will probably be you know i'll go back right after the nursery's all um yeah well tell me what it's like at github like it's been an exciting week at github yeah i mean i've not been following too much stuff at github like i basically we have almost like an internal i don't know how you would describe it um like it's it's called team for kind of posting about stuff that's going on inside the company so basically i've been following that while i've been out just to sort of keep abreast of news but i'm I'm not in any of the chat rooms or anything like that so i don't really know mm. that much beyond what kind of coworkers have told me but i, I mean for, as oh, far as i can tell basically what, they, what they've said is basically some people are going to have to be working from home with kids like in the background and videos mm-hmm. or whatever cut them a lot of slack and if you get yeah. to the point where you feel like you're, right. you're just unable to do your job full stop then you can kind of take family leave to kind of do that so i think right, our plan yeah. so far is we're going to just try and figure stuff out Lindsay will be on maternity leave but obviously if she's kind of looking after yeah. two all day by herself um she mm-hmm. may start to kind of uh, lose it a bit so we'll try and uh, i think sort of split things up so i can kind of take a couple of hours 
like here and there work a little bit later or whatever but i mean i guess that's the 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 employee employer flip side right is that like i don't have any extra pressure on me basically if anything it sounds like they're sort of you know i'm going to get back and be cut a bit more slack um and i I was kind of joking to friends kind of here that um you know the you know i have some friends that are being told to work from home and you kind of look at their their jobs and what their line of work is and you're like how are you going to be able to do literally anything at home you know like um Mm -hmm. and i I kind of you know joked to a couple of mates that uh you know oh you know unfortunately i'm gonna be able to completely do all my job perfectly but then you, you realize you know you start to talk about other people and see how things are affecting people and realize that actually if right. you have anything close to normality right now with your job you're extremely lucky and you know should be kind Absolutely. of looking out for kind of how you can help so out of interest with your nursery are they still charging you are you still getting bills through how does how does that work are they basically do they have no income no. like I have no idea. I have heard of that a lot of childcare folks have been have been laid off. So yeah. So I mean, I, I simply don't know. I simply so don't that's know. the tricky thing with some of these cases as well. That you know, you you wonder. I mean, if if our nursery is shut for the foreseeable future, I mean, do we still? Mm. It's probably our our biggest single monthly outgoing. You know, do you, do you keep paying that? Right. I mean, and then you know, a few weeks ago when this was looking like it, you know, it might happen. I was all like, oh well, you know, if they're not providing the service, then we can't pay. But then, you know, you think about it a bit more, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, if my salary is not disrupted at all, and if I'm able to continue to right. do my job, you know, what degree of responsibility do I have to kind of pay just to try and yeah. help keep the place open? You know, and it makes you think about kind of all the local businesses that you you support. Yeah. It may be simpler in Dublin because uh, demand for crash places are, is so high. And, yeah, that if um, you, if you like, go, I think lose your place or whatever, if you if you stop paying, then maybe that's an incentive. But I mean, but again, I guess yeah, I was thinking the like, on the flip side, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of people in our nursery who are self-employed. And if your self-employed income drops to nile you know just about zero and you know hopefully you're getting enough help that you can afford to you know feed and keep a roof on your over your head you know you're not going to be dropping four figures a month on nursery just to keep a place going you know Mm -hmm. if if you can't afford to do that so and then what's the knock-on effect for all the nursery workers and the landlords of the nurseries and and all this type of thing you know it's it's kind of hard it's just very hard to speculate exactly it's it's so hard to to know and it's it, you know it it feels like some of this stuff is just going to come down to almost a personal debate within families of being like well what do we feel is mm-hmm. the the ethical thing to do and how do we balance the priorities of our family and the the short term versus the long term and you know it's it's really tough to yeah. kind of know what 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 to do really so yeah it's Good luck to everyone figuring that out. Yes, indeed. It's 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 going to be hard. A lot of people are going to be hit really hard, <laughs> and I can see it. Like I can see it already. It's 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 just and it's it's this big unknown. It's the the unknown is the the trickiest piece. On the on the flip side of the coin, what you mentioned there was you need to get used to kids being at home for meetings and things. Um, that that speaks to my agenda very very neatly. That. And there has been a sort of a, I see the odd tweet where people are saying, if you can do this now, why can't you do it in a non-crisis? 
that it's uh, people are making different decisions like oh was was that an option we could have done that to solve an, a, another problem before and one of those things is like why was it ever socially not acceptable for a kid to join a business meeting i had a couple of calls yesterday and uh, the little boy just scampered in and uh, it, it was very much like that bbc clip um of the newscaster whose kids joined and the wife came in to try and pull them back but uh, kira came in to try and <laughs> grab um the boy and i was like no it's fine come, on, come and say hello and he introduced himself on the call and he was saying hello he's telling everybody about the virus and i'm just like what is the cost where is the cost where is the problem there i got a couple of hugs during the call everybody smiled laughed it was great that was both with my internal team and on a sales call. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's a lovely thing. I just, I don't, I don't subscribe to the traditional notions of kids not being part of our lives. And we know that. Yep. And, uh, well, you do wonder whether some of this stuff is going to have, as you say, look like there, there may be some longer term positive effects from it. I, I mean, the other one I've wondered is uh, working from home in general, you know, like there's a bunch of, I'm not going to name and shame anyone, but there's been, uh, yeah, a bunch of companies in the last few months that have told their entire global workforce to work from home who you know in the last two or three years have had recruiters contact me and say oh sorry it's completely impossible like none of our positions allow you to work from home mm-hmm. and it, it, it does make you kind of think that you know maybe things will go back to just bounce back to how they were and everyone will go back to working in offices and stuff like mm. that. And and equally with, with kids, maybe everything will bounce back in that regards and it will become just as taboo to have kids in the background. Or hopefully with some of these things, people will go and right. you know, when things get back to normal and everyone's happy, they'll think, well, you know what? Like we all managed to work from home for three months or we all managed to have, you know, have yeah. kids there in in an emergency in three months so if people have family emergencies in future that require them to say work from home and have their kids there then what's the big deal um so yeah we we have an issue today where we want to build a new thing and we need to hire a a, a ui designer and we've never done that before and we had a long a too long conversation it wasn't a lot long but it was it felt a bit too long but the the reason we decided to have a long conversation was that we've never done this before, so we don't we, we need to tease it out. Whereas we've been officially a fully remote company since July, and I can just imagine the horror of trying to have to scramble to change your working behavior at any kind of scale if you haven't already been doing that. Like we we've built it into our company to be remote, and all like I mean all the, all of the tools and infrastructure for remote work are there, and they're great. But having to try and organize would be so much more stressful. What's one of the one of the really great things about, or the, one of the really lucky things we have, I suppose, not great things, there's nothing great about this. One lucky thing is that we are prepared for working remotely because that's what we do anyway. And I'm taking that as a, as a stroke of luck, even though our, our, the demand for our core product is uh, temporarily, indefinitely reduced. So um, I agree. I think it would be great if, I mean, I, you don't want to look too much at silver line, linings in the case of a devastating pandemic, of course. which is what it is. Yeah. But um, if, if, if there, there, there are always opportunities in a crisis and there are always things that people learn and realize. Yep. Yeah. 
and and as you say you know it's it's very much i'm sure neither of us would want to have anything that could be in any way insinuated as thinking any of this is a good thing but but yeah but but hopefully through the bad there there comes some positive change in the in the longer term so but yeah well yeah and people sometimes need an extreme situation to realize that something that they once thought was ridiculous is actually totally feasible or even to be recommended yep couldn't agree more well love to you and your family paul take care of yourselves and and to anyone listening to this like genuinely hope that you're okay if you have any thoughts or concerns or anything that we can maybe talk about that might be useful to you or anything useful you can share with us then please get in touch same to you mike and uh keep a safe distance from everyone wash your hands and uh, and stay safe and embrace for a, a, a strange reality for a while yeah yeah and a strange and it's the other thing that's strange about all this is how universal this will be you know it doesn't really matter where you're listening to this in yeah, the world absolutely it's, you know it, you're probably yeah. going to be in a similar situation in the in the coming few months so and here here's one final takeaway is that oh, it's definitely not necessarily a silver lining but it's it's literally forcing you to be closer with your family and that's not that's never a bad thing Thanks for listening to Balancing Dads. You can find us on Twitter at Balancing Dads and me at Mike McQuaid. You can find Paul on Twitter at PaulCA. Have a good week.